What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, Mimi Shoneman, the owner and CEO of the Red Hot Real Estate Group with Remax Results. Remember, our friend Mimi is a Hall of Fame winner. She's been selected multiple years as Minnesota St. Paul's Business Journal's real estate super agent. So we appreciate you being here. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. applause. And we're going to do something a little different today because normally we have our mortgage experts in with us as well but we have our good friend from uh, Sierra Pacific Mortgage Shelly Ferris is on the phone so Shelly can you hear us okay I can hear you good morning good morning okay I'm gonna need you to put your phone on your other phone on mute there we go turn that all the way down Yep. Okay, all the way down. Got it. Turn that all the way down so you're only listening. There we go. Technology is our friend. This is going to be great, everybody, (laughs) because we do appreciate everybody tuning into the Red Hot Real Estate Show. We have some great information about what's going on out there because the world changes quickly these days. And so, right. So being able to figure out how we can all safely be in this scenario, but also give this information, it'll be great. It'll be great. So, uh, Mimi, um, I know we're going to give some information about what's going on. We also have some some cool things out there just to kind of sway some fears. Yeah, you know, is that what we're going to do today? Well, we're going to try and have a little bit of fun here, like mm-hmm. we did last week, right? Uh, because everybody's bored out of their mind, right? And you know, going stir crazy. So we want to have a little bit of fun here in the show, but we also want to give a lot of good information. So if you've got you know questions about anything going right. on with the market, we want to hear from you. Right. And that number is 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071. So we did update all of the links that you have. All of that information is on our Red Hot Real Estate show page. You can get that information. And so we want to make sure that you get that. And a lot of times I think what's going on right now is people are like, okay, things are so different. How do I even start? And so we're just going to remind everybody that a good place to start is speaking with an expert, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But before we get into any of our content, we definitely want to have Shelly say hello, Shelly Ferris with uh, Sierra Pacific. And uh, let's hear what your numbers are, Shelly. Yes. Oh, that's right. We got to get the business business out of the way. So good morning, everyone. Shelly Ferris, Sierra Pacific Mortgage. My NMLS number, 367-826, and the company, 1788. And Shelly is one of our mortgage experts, and she has had a, what, what kind of word would you use to describe a, a womdinger? <laughs> you know, what, what are the most incredulous words accurate. you can, humdinger, yeah. yes, <laughs> kind of weeks, right, Shelly? Oh, it has been, it has been a week, absolutely, right. so I was very happy to see 5 o'clock on Friday come. <laughs> what does that mean, 5 o'clock on Friday? <laughs> right, right, yeah, no, I actually was in the office until about 8 o'clock, making yeah. phone right. that night, so yeah, lots of movement, um, lots of fear, because we haven't been here before so people are afraid of what does that mean we don't have anything to liken it to so we're going to try to peel back some of that onion if you will and and kind of figure out what does this mean what does that mean and help help people feel a little better well let's talk a little bit about what you saw in the mortgage world this past week um there you had you said you had a strange week but the Mm -hmm. the rates went up and down sideways and backwards and up and down um, and you had told me in a conversation that you have, in all of your years of experience, you'd never seen anything like that. Is that correct? 
That is, that's absolutely right. I, I've been in the mortgage business for 30 years. I have lived through, when I got in the business, rates were falling from 10 to 8, and people couldn't wait to refinance. So okay. that was within the last 30 years, ladies and gentlemen. But, you know, at that same time, houses were cheaper, too. So that kind of yinged and yanged that piece of the market. But I've lived through 9-11. I've lived through the mortgage crash and meltdown. Right. Nothing was like this past week was, even okay. all those things considered. And that's not to be said lightly, and it's not to be said to put any more fear in the market. It's just to show how different this is. Was so, it partially the the uh, uncertainty that was causing it, or do you really not know? Is that part of like looking into a crystal ball? Yeah, I, I think that's going to be one of those hindsights is 2020 kind right. of a, a vision thing. So mm-hmm. right now we're trying to understand it all in its most basic form and i'll try to not talk in mortgagee terms too much thank you when the um when the dow crashes use or what or goes down significantly usually what happens is people fly their money to the uh, there's a flight of money to the other safe investment and that is bonds okay and when people put money in bonds um then the bond price goes down and interest rates go down. And um, that is not to be confused with when the feds came out and infused their reduction to interest rates on Sunday. That was a surprise to the market. We weren't expecting it. It, I think it may have caused a little bit of fear initially, like, whoa, what do they know that we don't know? And then I think that may have been what some of the stuff kind of tilted on. But then even when those two things go bad, usually commodities, people will invest in commodities. And, of course, we've got an oil war going on between the Russians and the Saudis. And so even oil went down. So it was ugly. What that really means at the end of the day is people who have money pull their money out of everything and they hold on to it. There's a flight to cash. They don't want to invest in interest rates or mortgages. They don't want to invest in oil, no matter what the cost is. They don't want to invest in anything. They're worried. What's happening in my world? This doesn't feel normal. And so because of that, even though the Fed's reduced interest rates on Friday, and that's the Fed's rate, we'll talk about that in a moment, that's not interest rates. I actually got a text from somebody this week that said, are interest rates really zero? I just saw that on the news. And no, interest rates never, ever were zero. But the Fed funds rate is the interest rate that was reduced on Sunday. That's the interest rate that banks and the government lend money to other banks and investors. That's that interest rate. That has no collect or connection to mortgage interest rates. I appreciate you saying all this. That's the crazy thing. At the end of the week, rates were up. Now, do I think they're going to come back? I do. But that's the real down and dirty what happened. Everybody took their money out of every market, held it to the side. All markets are wobbly. We'll have to see what this week, what, what this week presents. How much when the rates went back up, um, how much of a difference did that make for our average borrowers? Oh, well, it made a, it made a big difference, okay. but it only made a big difference if they locked okay. at that higher rate. So, okay. you know, um, I don't know if rates are going to go down this week. I don't know if rates are going to stay the same for a while, but they've changed. So now when you look up interest rates online, you see a much higher number than you did um, a week ago or 10 days ago. But what you don't know is, is that it, you still can get rates in the threes. 
you just may have to pay a portion of a point or a point to buy that interest rate. And that's not weird. We don't talk about that in our local real estate market very much. But today, that's highly impactful. And it's very telling, really, to what the future holds as far as the rest of the financial world thinks is coming down the down the pike. Okay. So, Shelly, let's talk a little bit about what a point is for those that are listening that don't fully understand what that means. Good. Okay, so a point, the simple definition is one point equals 1% of your mortgage amount. And you can use points to buy things. Okay. So, for example, if you have a $150,000 mortgage, one point is $1,500, $1,500. If you have a $500,000 mortgage, one point is $5,000. So that's a big difference depending on the size of your mortgage. You use points to buy either a longer period of time that you want to lock your rate for or to buy down your rate. Those are the two things you use points for. And I agree with Mimi that a lot of times we don't hear what those what points are, and that's not always presented to me as an option. Right, mm-hmm. right. Very, very uncommon in our market before today. You're going you're gonna to be hearing points way well, more now. Gotcha. You know, okay. so yeah. I had a client this week for the first time, Shelly, that paid two points to get yeah. the rate down. And yeah. because when they first comparison shopped for the rate, they were trying to stay with the payment and of course, when the rates went up like they did, then the payment was out of the budget. And so the loan officer presented that as an option. And that's exactly what they did. They came in with a little bit more cash. But I think that a lot of people think that that's part of the closing costs. And that's a separate expense, correct? Yeah, it's not part of regular closing costs. So we've often talked about, oh, you know, about 3% is the closing cost. And that still is accurate unless you're paying points. Then it de- then that points number is added to that. So if you're going to pay three quarters of a point, your closing costs are going to be closer to 3.375. Okay. So, you know, the long and short of it is people are still buying and people yes. are still selling. Yes. It's just that they're being more cautious and they're trying to be more educated. Right. Correct, Shelly? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure you saw some numbers this week, which kind of opened my eyes. I, I had heard through the grapevine, and you know way more about this than I do, Mimi, that there was about 100 listings that showed up on Tuesday, 300 on Wednesday, and 600 on Thursday. So there's still properties being listed. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And our traffic year over year is up almost, well, I'll have to get my slide for that, but significantly up. So the foot traffic in March compared to March last year, significantly the showing time stats, which is the system that we use to book appointments here in the Twin Cities, it's way up. And so that just lets everybody know that there's still a ton of buyers out there shopping. And especially if you've got a, a entry level 300 ish and below people still are clamoring for those types of properties are you seeing the same shelly i i am i i am I, I i tell people all the time that people you know oh who would list their house right now you just don't know what tomorrow holds people list their houses for all kinds of reasons it has little to do sometimes with what's going on outside your front door sometimes they're moving into assisted care sometimes 
they're being relocated. Sometimes they need to downsize. Sometimes they just plain need to sell because they already were in distress before this episode, and they already they just need to sell. So, right. yeah, there's houses. And I think that you could even just, you know, with the way that life is right now, you could see people going, well, we're going to be optimistic. We know that we will rebound in some way, shape or form. And real talk, a lot of people are in their homes a lot more now than they were. So maybe they're going, we are kind of on top of each other. Maybe this is a time, you know, and that's, you know, it's an unfortunate byproduct of what we're dealing with on a day to day basis. But it's true. Like you really see all the flaws in your house if you're in it more than you used to be. (laughs) And how dirty it is. which we can talk about um you know so we're as realtors uh, people are saying so what are you doing to uh, you know help your sellers to make sure that their house when their house is being shown what what sorts of things are you implementing well of course of course we're always here in the twin cities say to remove your shoes upon entry but we're also asking that the sellers leave the doors and lights open Mm -hmm. or lights on and have a no-touch showing. Fair enough. So the agents come in, one person touches. The closet doors are open. If the cabinet needs to be open, the agent opens with a Clorox wipe. And only the realtor should open the doors and cabinets. And limiting the showings to only two people at a time. So and that you can have your social distancing. And that's not counting the agent. So two buyers this is no longer a time where you get to bring your friends it's not fun this is about business getting a house sold and doing it uh socially responsibly um we're also saying you know sometimes people need to plan ahead about bathroom breaks yes you can no longer be using someone's bathroom in their home it's not sanitary it's not safe and the realtor should wipe down everything that was touched into and out of the house, including but not limited to switches, handles, cabinets, doorknobs, garage door openers, lock boxes, and the keys inside and out. So we are taking precautions to make sure everybody's safe. Well, I think that this is some great information. I know we also have some friends that are going to be calling in and sharing some information with us as well throughout the show. You can be part of the show as well. We're going to have some games as well as like we did last year. I'm sorry, last week. It does feel like a year happened in the last week. (laughs) Well, we're going to come back from the break. We've got a very special guest, Amber. Mm -hmm. And Amber is an educator here in the Twin Cities and a client of ours. Right. And she is going to be sharing some free educational sites to kind of help you cure boredom with your family. Right. And if you want to be part of the show, give us a call at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon. Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group is here with us as usual. And we're getting our, uh, we're going to have um, some resources that we want to make sure everybody gets. So oh, yeah. We're going to get to a lot of that. There's a lot of things we need to cover today. But, the, you know, it's as I, I misspoke last break. This last week has felt like a whole year. It's like there's so much well, going it's, on. It's kind of, you know, <laughs> you know, everything is just tipsy topsy all right. the time. Mm-hmm. So it's all of us. Right. We're, we're all in this together. Right. Nobody's immune to it. Right. So let's do two things. So the first thing that we'll do is we'll go ahead and we'll pick Shelly back up. That's OK. Thank you very much for giving her a shout. Producer Sonny. So Shelly, thank you very much for being part of the show. I'm back. Okay. And then we also have um, a new friend, and this is a client of Mimi's that is kind enough. She uh, uh, is one of our teachers here in the Twin Cities, and so she was also kind enough to give some resources out there. Right, Mimi? Yes, she is. Hey, Amber. Hello. Hey. So Amber is a educator here in the Twin Cities and a, a good friend of mine and also a client. 
And she does a lot of really fun stuff on Instagram. And I kind of like stalk her a little bit. Um, But she posted a really cool thing called free educational sites. And so I reached out to her and said, you know, you're an educator. You're dealing with your parents and children right now during this, you know, stay at home phase. And so we know you're bored out there. We want to help. Right, Amber? (laughs) A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. So Amber was kind enough to to come on to the show today and we're going to talk about some of these free educational sites. Uh, Some of most of them she said she's used and some of them she hasn't. And Amber, I appreciate you doing this as a mom who was in the you know, I was probably set up a little bit better because of some challenges my son had. But I do know that a lot of people in my uh, in that parenting group were going. I'm willing to be better at homeschooling, but I don't have all of the resources set up and we're still trying to navigate what that distance learning model looks like and how we do that. And so we appreciate you putting some of these initial um, guidelines, I'm not guidelines, tips and tricks that are out there because uh, some families just need a little bit of help to go, well, I can't start writing a textbook from home. Right. So So, Amber, (laughs) let's talk about some of this first, the first one that you have, um, the Scholastic Learn at Home link. What's that one um, like? So I actually haven't used that one for the home site, but Scholastic is a really good resource for books, but they also have different magazines like Scholastic News. So it provides more of like a nonfiction um, way for kids to kind of grasp at some concepts. And they're usually thematic by month or holidays, things that are going on at home. Um, so that's a cool one. But actually my favorite one that I wanted to share, I know been a little cold lately is go noodle it's the very last one on that graphic i I love it we were just using that in our home (laughs) yesterday go noodle go noodle and so it's not only you can get to it on a website right amber but you can also a lot of the smart tvs out there have it as an app that you can access for free why do you love it so much well the thing and and Um, amber i love it amber what do you think that you i'm sorry i'm not trying to cut you off so amber what do you (laughs) really like about go noodle so much I really like that there's so much variety with Go Noodle. So there's guided dances they use. Um, there's kids' box, so kids have songs that they know and have heard on the radio. Um, one good thing after my kids come back from gym is there's some calming activities. So I know there's a lot of anxieties going around with kids and families. Um, they've got some yoga, so it's a really good way for them just to kind of calm themselves down too. It's a good outlet, especially when it's been a little chillier these days. You can't get outside. It's fun. Well, so one of the ones that caught my eye when I was looking at the list, Amber, is something that I love, and that's animals. And so it looks like you've got kids.nationalgeographic.com. So have you been on that site, and what sorts of cool things are on there? Yeah, again, that one's like a nonfiction. um, But my students love the animal things like you were talking about. um, So they can watch videos. There's little mini quizzes they can read after uh, or take after they've read an article. Some of the information is really accessible for kids who are non-readers yet or who are still little or learning to read. So they can have things read to them. So that's just a fun way to explore their world from inside their four walls. What else would, what would be the next one that you recommend? Um, One of my favorites that we use daily in my classroom is that Storyline Online. So celebrities have chosen their favorite picture books and they read them aloud and they're very interactive for kids. So it's fun for them to be able to see um, different celebrities that they recognize from TV and movies. I like that one a lot. Um, 
I think my other favorite one would probably have to be ABC. Yeah. So that's so, spelled ABCYA.com? Yep. And the, yep, the kids say ABCYA.com. Um, so that there's reading, there's math, there's the games, there's holiday things. So kids are learning and playing games, but it doesn't feel like learning. It's really fun. I actually enjoy them myself. <laughs> well, thank you, Amber. Hold on just a minute. Yeah. All right. And we're going to make sure that all of those links are up on our page. We're also going to talk about some additional links that are on the Red Hot Real Estate page when we get back. And we're going to give you some more information to kind of calm you about what's going on out there in the world thanks to the coronavirus. So we'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group was with us. Also, Shelly Ferris from Sierra Pacific Mortgage as well, giving you some information out there, helping assuage some fears, telling you how things are working as things are continuing to change on a daily basis here in the Twin Cities. So, Shelly, I know you told me that you've got, you set up a daily schedule at your house with your family. I uh, do. And so you've, you've made a plan. So kind of what, is, what does that look like? Well, so on day two of this new adventure, we sat down and we have, we have some adult college age children in my family and we also have a, I have a son that's in high school. And so we, I just basically said to him, look guys, we, we, none of us picked this. None of us said, hey, let's sit together in a house for the next two weeks. <laughs> so, Did you find out if you like each other or not anymore? <laughs> We love, we're lucky. We are a very okay. loving family. Perfect. So we are lucky that way. But, but I just said, you know, we're all going to need to get along in this together. And so instead of saying, gosh, I got to spend the next two weeks with you people and look at only you people, turn it around, you know, and, and take the, I get to spend two weeks with you guys in the house together. What would we do? We just found two weeks. What would we do? We can't go on vacation. We're not supposed to go to work. We're not going to school. We're not doing the things that we normally would do. So with nothing, even if you're working at home, you've gained travel time. You've gained all kinds of time that normally you would go out and do something else. Right. So we made a list. We made a list starting with all of our favorite things that we like to do. And we every other night, it's either movie night or it's game night. And so one person is designated to pick it. And you know, we've got little house projects that we're doing, and hey, let's get that picture hung up on the wall, and let's let's clean out that downstairs and turn it into the exercise room that we've been talking about doing the last couple of years, and those are the kinds of things we're doing. We're starting our vegetable garden that we know someday the thaw is going to come and <laughs> we're going to be able to plant, so those are the kinds of things that my family's doing. It's you got to have stuff to look forward to. And if you just like leave it to happenstance, nothing will happen. Right. <laughs> exactly. Are you staying super busy with people calling about uh, business? Very, 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 very uh, many calls, a lot of confusion, a lot of fear. Right. And um, I, I, I get a lot of calls about what if I can't make my house payment? What if I can't make my rent payment, Shelly? What do I do? Or what do I tell my kid who's telling me this? So, um, what I'm telling people is simply, you know, if you can't make your house payment or you can't make your rent payment, then you should call someone. If it's a if it's a house payment, you should call your servicer. That's the person whom you make your payment to. They may not know yet what's, you know, going to be allowable and not because we haven't heard yet from the major factions in mortgage what's going to be allowable. People are talking about, oh, we're going to require loan companies to let people skip a payment. Well, I'm not really sure how that works. 
So um, don't rely on that. Don't think that that's just going to happen. So call someone, make sure, like call your servicer, make sure they put notes in your file, in their system, that you called and were going to be, that you were concerned. But understand this, that if you can't make your April 1st house payment, it's not counted as 30 days late on your credit report until May 1st comes. So I'm not encouraging you to to not make your payment, don't don't get me wrong, but I am saying that if you can't make until the 10th of April or the 16th of April, don't think that your credit has just gone through the, the backside here. Okay. It's, that's not the case. You'll pay a late payment after the 15th to your mortgage company, but they won't report you as 30 days late until May 1st comes. So take a breath. Okay. And so you, you had some really good notes about folks that have lost their jobs and where they can go to get new work. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, delivery you know, yeah. for restaurants yeah. and things. So I, I read an article, this just happened to be an article I read last week, where it said that if you had an 840 credit score and you missed one payment of anything, that your score goes down uh, 175 points. Wow, that's a lot of points. So um, instead of that, don't at least for sure, for sure, for sure, you guys pay your minimum payments. Now, Think about the world differently. Okay, Shelly, I'm a waitress, and I, I'm not working now. Okay, well, then call Grubhub, because guess what? They are hiring. Call pizza delivery places. They are hiring. Call, uh, maybe a small loan from your folks or from a friend who is better set up savings-wise than you are. It's, it's important to make your minimum payments so that they don't show 30 days late so your credit doesn't go down, because if you're looking to do anything, and I don't care what it is, buying a house, buying a car, doing whatever in life, your credit is an important piece that you don't want to mess up. I do think that there's going to be provisions for this stuff. I do think we're going to get direction, but as of today, we don't have it. So there's no looking the other way when you made a late payment. Your score is going to be affected. So take charge. And so, Shelly, was was it FHA that came out and said that they're going to delay any sorts of short sales and foreclosures for 60 days? Yes. Thankfully, yeah. that's that is that's a great a- move. Excellent move. Was really glad to hear that this week. Um, that's foresight. So I've I've had people ask me, is it going to be like last time? Are people going to foreclose? Are you going to, you know, our mortgage or banks not going to be listening to people and and not have people that we can understand answer these phone calls? You know, there's just all this negativity that came out of it. Is this going to happen again? You know, right. <laughs> little. A little anger from last time, I right. think. Right. So, I mean, and it, I think it, instead, what the what the government did here was hit the pause button and say, "Hey, look, we're just not going to process any of that." Now, that is not a get out of jail free card, ladies right. and gentlemen. That is not a don't make your house payment because Ben Carson at the uh, at the head of HUD said I don't have to. No. What it says is, is if you're in trouble or if you're about to be, they're going to not process foreclosure for the next 60 days. Or it gives you time to not panic exactly. and then try and still, exactly. you still need to work on a plan. Right. Exactly. And get some advice yeah. from quality people so that you can work on a plan. Yes. Exactly. And we posted a video on our show page, a new video that's uh, got a lot of really good information. It's just really short, but it's a video that has five simple graphs that prove that this is not like the last time. So be sure and check that out. So we're, we've been talking a, a little bit about back and forth between real estate and 
mortgage and, you know, what's going on in the world and how are we all, you know, adjusting to it. But we've, you know, we've got a fun little segment that I think that, you know, Shelly's actually the contributor for it this this week. Um, called Kitchen is the Heart of the Home. All right, Producer Sonny, you got some good warm-up music for this segment for us. Anything with grit. Thank you, Producer Sonny. That's awesome. All right, so Shelly, have week, you ever had any collard greens? Are you... Are you Southern I'm enough. sorry. I am from Minnesota, and I'm not certain that we know how to prepare collard greens okay. properly. Will, so no. <laughs> I will send you a recipe. Yes, and See then me. we can and then we can Skype call during it, and so I can show you how to do it. They're so not that difficult. It. This this segment is already saving lives. We're gonna have Shelly tasting collard greens. <laughs> oh my gosh! So <laughs> Shelly Shelly provided us with one of her recipes that she cooks for her family, and she was very proud to tell tell me that she makes meals for her whole family and you've got five people right for under ten dollars and that's That's my goal goal. i know people laugh at me all the time when i say that that's always been my goal i've done this for 20 years yeah if i can make dinner for 10 bucks for my family of five i that i am sitting there smiling through dinner Mm, it tastes good (laughs) makes mama happy (laughs) love it so tell us what your recipe is and how you make it this particular recipe is um, hamburger soup, and I found it on all recipes. Mm-hmm. And um, we've, we've had this for many, 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 many years. And this is one of those, oh, my land sakes, I forgot to take something out of the freezer recipes. Gotcha. So you can pretty much take frozen hamburger out and break it down pretty darn quick. Um, did you post the recipe? Well, I did. We, mm-hmm. okay, we've got excellent. this posted on our show page. But the awesome. ingredients are what? I, yeah, I don't have the recipe. Oh, okay. I've got it. Me, unfortunately, <laughs> but... but you so, know, it's, it's stuff you should have in your pantry. It's, I'll, it's, I'll list it. Half, yeah, okay, one, one and a half pounds of ground beef, yeah. an onion, four carrots, three celery ribs, one half cup of barley, one can of diced tomatoes, two cups of water, beef broth, condensed tomato soup, bay leaf, parsley, garlic, thyme, and ground, pe- ground pepper. And so you mix this all together and you can probably even slow cook it. But we've got the recipe posted, right, Shelly? Yeah, absolutely. And then we just, just, you know, whatever bread you may have around and because it makes a really good broth. So you want to definitely soak that up at the end and it's hearty and it warms you up and it warms your soul and it's cheap. Wonderful. <laughs> and it's, it's easy to make and easy to prep. And we yeah. like that. So yeah. that's what we've been doing at home. I've been cleaning like a fiend. <laughs> I, you know, because what I figured out is it takes me a long time to clean because I touch everything. Oh, I want it all, okay. all those little things, those knickknacks and things that you don't typically clean. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, so I got into that in my kitchen. I'm like, oh my God, I'm nasty. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> and then, you know, it takes me a hundred times longer, but that's something that you guys can do, especially if you're thinking about prepping your house, clean your life fixtures right get up in there get those ceiling fans dusted and the light bulbs clean so that whenever uh you know you you get ready to put your house on the market you got that much more done right well we're going to give you some more tips next week here on the red hot real estate show in the meantime make sure you get a hold of mimi again your website is mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com and you can find shelly at shelly what's your number again it's 612-839-6918. And you can always find this information on our website, mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot.